0: Welcome to HealthWise, 30 minutes to think about God and your health, brought to you by your friends at Cottage Pharmacy, 8285 Jericho Turnpike in Woodbury, New York. I praise you, O Lord, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made, says the writer of Psalm 139. And because we are made in God's wonderful image, how thoughtful we should be with our bodies as well as our souls. For the next 30 minutes, listen, learn, and call for advice so that you too can become HealthWise. wise. Hi, I'm Bill Shishko, host of today's edition of HealthWise. Now, things can get really confusing when we talk about fats. High fat is bad, low fat is good, is way, way, way too simplistic. Our bodies need certain types of fats for many reasons. Fats supply fatty acids that are essential to make your body work right. And you must get them from food because your body doesn't produce them. Fats are God's transportation mechanism for vitamins A, D, E, and K, fat-soluble vitamins that must be carried throughout your body. Fats are necessary for things like healthy skin, good eyesight, and brain development, especially in babies and young children. So the issue isn't fat versus no fat. In fact, many no-fat foods well, they're simply worse for you than the same foods containing fat. And the issue isn't how much fat. Most of us get between 30 to 40 percent of our calories from fats and things like meat, butter, cheese, and baked goods. See, the real issue is am I getting enough of the right kinds of fats? And that's when things get confusing. Mono unsaturated fats. Now, we're not going to go into the chemistry behind that term, at least not now. But monounsaturated fats are not the culprits in raising your cholesterol levels, clogging your delicate arteries, and potentially depriving your brain and heart of necessary oxygen-rich blood. The fatty acids found in monounsaturated fats don't raise your cholesterol levels, and they do provide you with vitamin E and important antioxidants you'll get unsaturated fats and things like olive oil, avocados, and many nuts. These are good things for you. Polyunsaturated fats, and we won't get into the chemistry behind that term either, at least not now, polyunsaturated fats are found in plant-based oils like corn oil, safflower oil, palm oil, and also in many nuts. Conventional wisdom is that Polyunsaturated fats can have a positive effect on your health, but there's more to it than that, as you'll hear later. Now, we get to the bad guys, or what may be the bad guys, saturated fats. These are found in things like fatty meats and full-fat dairy products, whole milk, cheese, and, um, sorry to mention it, but ice cream. These can raise your cholesterol concentration and clog things up in your arteries. But, as you'll soon find out, not all saturated fats are bad guys as you try to be health-wise. Trans fats. Those are the real bad guys. Trans fats are monounsaturated fats or polyunsaturated fats, which are processed to make them look like saturated fats. Think margarine in comparison with butter, or think canned shortening instead of lard. The chemical modification done to produce trans fats changes the substance so that it doesn't spoil as quickly as natural oils, and those trans fats are used to fry chips and many other popular and tasty snacks. Read the ingredients label and you'll find trans fats in cookies, crackers, and baked goods sold in your local supermarkets. These chemically developed trans fats, well, they're simply bad for you. They raise your bad cholesterol level, commonly known as LDL, and they lower your good cholesterol level, commonly known as HDL, And unless you like inviting a heart attack or a stroke, well, then you should avoid trans fats. Then there are the omega oils, which are also essential to your good health. Omega-3s are the best. We get these from fish, especially fish like salmon, trout, striped bass, and sardines. From green leafy vegetables we get omega-3s, and also from nuts and from seeds like hemp and flax and chia Omega-6 oils are also necessary for your system, but they can raise your blood pressure and lead to blood clots and other bad things. Now, we get omega-6 oils in vegetable oils and corn oils, and as you would expect, we typically get more omega-6 oils than omega-3 oils. We need both types of omega oils, But we should either have equivalent amounts of each, omega-3 and omega-6, or more omega-3s. See, the problem is, and this is the big one, our modern diets, fill in the blanks, usually have between 16 and 20 times more omega-6 oils than omega-3s. That's not good, and we'll be addressing that later. So this is all confusing. We need fats, but not the bad ones. And some that the medical community has said are bad, they now say are good, and vice versa. So how do I separate fat fact from fat fiction? And how do we work our way through the good and the bad of fats? My guest today is Mr. Banu Gadi, Pharmacist of Long Beach Chemist, 170 West Park Avenue in Long Beach, New York. And along with being a pharmacist, Banu is a longtime student of diet and nutrition. Today he'll be talking with us about fat fallacies. Interesting name for what is promising to be a very interesting show. Cottage Pharmacy, 8285 Jericho Turnpike in Woodbury, New York. Well, Cottage Pharmacy brings you today's edition of HealthWise. Call the program with your questions about today's topic, fat fallacies. Call in number, 631-955-5400, 631-955-5400. And you can even text your question if you like. Put the number under HealthWise. And here's the number for texting your question, 516-367-0391. That's 516 367 for text questions only. But for now, welcome to Banu Gadi. Banu, welcome to the studio again today. Thank you, Pastor Bill. Glad to be here. Now, we're going to begin uh, developing a little bit of what you developed in the last program on, on intermittent fasting, which, as we'll learn, is connected with the issues of fat. Um, so since that's something of a whole subject, um, wh- why, don't, why don't you just give us a little, just a little picture of intermittent fasting again? Well, intermittent fasting
1: is a way to go um, without food for a longer portion of the day. So that food intake is confined to a six- to eight-hour window um, and not eating outside that window. Not eating at all. No, no. Well, drinking liquids, of course. Drinking liquids is absolutely permissible, and if it, it is essential as well. Yeah. And if you feel hungry during that time, you need to eat something. A little amounts
0: which so. does not trigger insulin response yeah okay okay, <laughs> and and we've got to hasten to add with people when we're dealing with the, these changes in diet people really should check with a doctor first absolutely right? yeah. this these are all the tools these are all the tools yeah. which convey
1: wisdom that has been gathered over yeah. so many years and these tools have to be used with see the, this is the knowledge and you need the wisdom Right. Of the clinicians
0: to be able to. Okay. Excellent. Okay. So intermittent fat, which we've begun to practice and found that very beneficial. Okay. So when we do eat, Mm -hmm. especially when we allow that time for intermittent fasting after we eat, so we're, so we're looking at maybe a a 16 to an 18 hour period of fasting. We eat in, say between a six and an eight hour period. Why are fats so important, Banu? Well, during that period where
1: we are not eating anything body is concerned about processing the nutrition that was taken in okay. and eliminating the toxins that don't belong in the body and repairing the damage and restoring the function whether a function was uh, compromised so there are many ways of doing this fasting as we right. have already discussed and also what body is also concerned about as we are finding out in the recent revelations Okay, the last year's Nobel Prize was given to a person who who discovered the autophagy. Okay, so body kicks in
0: autophagy, the cellular recycling mechanism. Right. Okay. It's- All right. And that's a so that's a natural way our body. Well, it's it's natural, but it's under the sovereignty of God. Yes. It's the way our body. Now, I want to be sure I, I'm correct in this, and I want to get back to the fats. If we follow the pattern of say eating five small meals a day and don't allow a rather significant time for fasting. What happens in the body?
1: See, okay, five small meals a day. I think that has become very popular nowadays. Yeah. Um, the problem I see with that is, okay, the bo- as soon as we eat something, our body, uh, the sugar levels go up, the glucose levels go up, and body is working extra hard to bring those sugar levels down. The insulin response. That's what the insulin in. does. Yes, right. insulin. So what happens is, see, and nobody eat nowadays what we you know um, we eat more than what we definitely need so right. body is concerned about taking all that nutrition and storing it away under the
0: influence of insulin okay yes yeah, one of the things we've noticed with the intermittent fasting is we've noticed that that we just eat less period we're, we're just not not that hungry okay so 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 what happens is for example if somebody is foolish somebody were to eat say a big bowl of fo- frosted flakes mm-hmm. with all that sugar and their 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 body's not going to last very long before they're going to want to eat again. Correct. Right. right. Yeah. Yes. What happens is the liver is converting all those
1: ex- excess sugars and carbohydrates, and processing them into fats and storing them away. Uh-huh. Okay. And all that nutrition is stolen by this excess. Uh, insulin by the liver, and that is where this fat non-alcoholic steatohepatitis or non-alcoholic fatty liver disease comes from. Okay, oh, okay. so the, by the, these um, hepatocytes, okay, they are overwhelmed with processing and making that fat, and they get clogged, yeah. and that is where
0: the okay. fatty liver disease All comes right, from. Okay. Yes. so let's get back to the fat. So why why Banu have we have to have a fair amount of fat in that in that 6 or 8 hour period in which we're eating talk with us about that okay so the fair amount of
1: fat see the when you consume fats okay the way fats are utilized by the body is different than how our body utilizes carbohydrates for instance carbohydrates are released into the bloodstream and which uh, results in um, raising glucose level right away yeah that's
0: why we feel an energy rush it, for exactly a right, yes okay.
1: and then you will have a drop off and now what happens is with with a the fat this there is something called endothelium there is a layer of cells in the in in, in the intestines endothelium used to be thought of as an inert layer Mm -hmm. but not anymore it is metabolically active and also it can store the fats and it can give signals for the body and the pancreas Mm -hmm. what is coming and how much insulin or how many how we
0: didn't evolve like this right Right. No, No. (laughs) No. it is a design yeah sure absolutely Absolutely.
1: okay so that is why see uh, that is why there is an element of satiation with fats okay because fats are stored in the even in the um, you know enterocytes and uh, these these are enteroendocrine cells mm-hmm. okay and they are released much slower
0: uh, that yeah we've talked about that in something called the satiety index yes. the way you feel satisfied and without yes. the fats you really don't no. correct no okay let, let, let's talk banu about this is fat fallacies yes. and we're correcting some errors talk about butter
1: you know, okay, butter. Okay, when we come to butter, now we ta- you uh, introduced about mono, poly, and saturated fats. Right. Mono unsaturated, poly unsaturated, and saturated. See, sa- the saturation it it is referring to. There is a these are all all the fats are carbon chains. Okay, okay? and saturation is referring to the carbon carbon bond that ex- exists between in in these along these chains. Okay, if the carbon carbon bond is a double bond. Okay, and you said we are not getting into chemistry, but without getting into some sure. chemistry, it is not... I said possible. I wasn't getting into it. <laughs> right, I, okay. s- I said
0: we would later. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> okay. these double bonds refer to... See, when there is a double bond, that means that double bond can be broken up and it can bond with something else. That is oh. the unsaturated portion of that chain. Okay. So when we say polyunsaturates... That means that has more than one double bond in that chain, in that carbon chain. And monounsaturates have only one. Only one. And saturated fat does not have any. Ah, Okay? okay. So that is where the problem lies, where, see, when we have, when we consume these fats and they are circulating in the bloodstream, okay, they can get they can bond with this double bond can break up and they can bond with oxygen,
0: which is good, which is what we need. Absolutely,
1: no, no uh, th- that bonding with oxygen can turn that fat rancid, Oh, So that is that is where this oxidation of fats come from. See. That oxidation has to happen in the uh, at a much later stage in the mitochondria. Uh, okay. That is where the energy is generated. But if the fat is oxidized in the bloodstream, that can you know that that can turn rancid. All
0: okay. right. So you don't. We want that to be delayed. The yes. process to be yes. delayed. Okay. So how, what does that have to do with butter?
1: Okay. <laughs> okay. Butter is uh, yeah. is something called. It is a uh, Saturate Mostly it is a saturated fat. That means it does not have any potential for it to get oxidized.
0: All right, okay. okay.
1: So it doesn't turn rancid. It is a uh-huh. more stable fat.
0: But there's there's different kinds of butter.
1: Oh, definitely. Because yeah, now
0: you've got the organic and you've got the regular. You're you're going to recommend the organic.
1: Yes, organic and uh, preferably grass-fed uh, ah, okay. um, right. butter. Well, because go. when you mentioned this um, more um, omega-3 to omega-6 ratio, okay that is very important and in a cattle in cattle the, the, those are who which are fed with grains that fatty acid profile is
0: not beneficial oh i see okay yes. so yeah when it okay so yeah. so that's why again grass fed because the ratio omega three and omega six is closer yes. to what it should be. Excellent. My guest today is Banu Gadi. You are a chemist, clearly. Yes. You are okay. And and Banu is also the the one that you will that you will meet at uh, Long Beach Chemist, one seventy West Park Avenue in Long Beach, New York. But our sponsor today is Cottage Pharmacy. Let's hear about them. I love Cottage Pharmacy, and you will too. Awarded among Long Island's best pharmacies, Cottage Pharmacy is far more than a pharmacy. While you're waiting for your prescriptions, check out their large nutrition section, their med spa, and their boutique. And they carry a full line of surgical supplies and durable medical equipment, too. See, I know from experience, it's fun to shop at Cottage Pharmacy. You won't find such personal service and such a knowledgeable staff anywhere. They live up to their motto, If we can't take care of you, no one can. Every customer at Cottage Pharmacy is a satisfied customer. Oh, and here's a bonus for you. Mention WLIE 540 when you check out, and you'll receive a 20% discount on your purchases from the nutrition department, the boutique, and from their surgical and medical section, too. Just mention WLIE 540 when you check out. Cottage Pharmacy is conveniently located at 8285 Jericho Turnpike in Woodbury, New York. They're open Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. and Saturdays and Sundays from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Cottage Pharmacy, where rule number one is the customer's always right and rule number two is if not go back to rule one. Cottage Pharmacy, 8285 Jericho Turnpike, Woodbury, New York. Bill Shishko here with you for today's edition of HealthWise. We're dealing with the fascinating fat fallacies. Well, there's a tongue twister for you with my guest, Banu Gaudi, and we're dealing with good fats, bad fats, and everything in between. Banu, let's continue to talk about errors about fats. Bacon, you're a bacon fan.
1: Yes, absolutely. Um See bacon if it is raised properly, it can. Um, okay, now explain
0: healthy. what you mean because not all bacon <laughs> bacon is the same.
1: Right. Yeah. It uh, if it is pasture-fed, pasture-raised, okay. Okay, um, that fatty acid profile can be uh, beneficial as well.
0: And no yeah. chemical additives right, with exactly, yeah, it, yes. which means you got to use it so, mm-hmm. rather quickly, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And you can find these places. We have a yeah. Yes, you yeah, can. Yeah, okay. How about, now, canola oil. Yes, sir. That's a confusing one because conventional wisdom is it's good, but you're saying not so. You know what? It, it has, see,
1: it is omega-3 to omega-6 ratio is beneficial in that. Okay. Okay. But canola oil, it, it is also, it's mono and polyunsaturates. Okay. So it is high in mono and polyunsaturates. And also how these these uh, oil grains are raised is also um, of, of very uh,
0: uh, big importance here. So, so w- w- is, is we, we get canola oil at the market, you buy yes. the big, but that, that's okay, or that's better than the vegetable oil or yes. the corn oil? Yes. Okay, all right, yes. okay. Um what about now that okay so we mentioned vegetable oil corn what about coconut oil Bonner? that was a bad guy 15 years ago now it's a good guy yes see coconut oil is um,
1: it is uh, one of the best oils uh, if we're uh, talking about this fatty acid pro, uh, uh, the ratio of omega 3 and omega 6 as well as it is a saturated fat it is okay. a more stable it's a oil it is a good saturated it is fat. a good saturated fat See, and it is a more stable oil for cooking, I think um,
0: it is the one of the and, better oils. And one of the questions that comes to us here periodically, um, the, the cooking doesn't alter that good ratio, correct, when you use it to heat? N- no, if it is the right kind of oil. Yeah, like the coconut oil, right, for example. Exactly, it's okay. Yes. Now, avocado oil is another good
1: one. Avocado oil is a mo- mostly monounsaturated fat. Yeah, so okay. there is one bond that is available for it to be yeah. oxidized. Okay. But, uh, okay. you know, saturated fats are better for
0: cooking. For, yeah, yes. they are. Yeah, yeah just a, so we throw cooking things in here, Banu. Yeah. When you, the popcorn, skip the microwave stuff. Get the real Orville Redenbachers, whatever it is, and cook it with, with coconut oil. Yeah. Oh, it, it, it is terrific. Okay, that's going to get us, Banu, into this big issue of the ketogenic diet. Uh, mm-hmm. Would you explain the keto gets K E T O G E N I C word buff that I am explain that and what's the principle behind it
1: well ketogenic see there are uh, when body turns to burning fat see when our body is in this fasting mode okay and it turns to the stored resources okay and when it takes that in and burns it liver when liver breaks down those uh, the fats it generates something called a ketone body okay, okay. that is where that is the uh, origin for this uh, term ketogenesis. ketogenic, ketogenic. Yeah. and ketones can be used for energy
0: okay. okay I mean this is a diet that they use sometimes with men going into the military yes correct? Right, that is okay. correct yes right, okay okay and also our brain can use ketones
1: as an alternate energy source the brain cell well, my, my
0: dear friend and brother I need all the help I can get so tell me more about the ketogenic diet yes <laughs> ketogenic diet
1: see ketogenic diet see I, I I'd like to mention this it is a tool okay, okay? any tool is not a be-all and end-all okay okay um, we have to use these tools okay and since we are in this culture and in the um, pretty much generally all over the world we are almost obsessed with consumption Yes. All the time. Sure. Okay. That is, in that context, ketogenic diet can be a very beneficial thing. Okay. It can set us on the right path once again. So ketogenesis. See, ketogenic diet for a certain period of time is a good thing.
0: And again, we're talking about medical advice. Yes, absolutely. What does this involve? If I'm wanting to go on the ketogenic diet, what do I do and what do I not do? Okay. The
1: partial fast or the intermittent fasting. See, if you go without food for... Fourteen to 16, 16 to eighteen hours, okay the body has to resort to burning the stored energy stored right. fats okay that is when it is body is said to be in nutritional ketosis okay. state okay all right. in that state body is, is it, it, it is using uh, it is using all the stored fats, so we are reversing. You know this mechanism of storage,
0: and we are uh, using, it. Activ- using it.
1: Activating up. the pathways. Sure. That,
0: yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's why that's one of the ways we're going to lose weight. Yes. So, I mean, what are you talking about? Eating bacon all the time, or what? And and, and of course, the big question people raise, Banu, is what's it, What does this do to your cholesterol level? Okay. See cholesterol level. See what what happened with
1: cholesterol is this about hundred years ago? Okay. That is when we started using vegetable fats ah okay okay and uh, but 50, 60 70 years ago somebody found out that you know that people are dying of heart disease and uh, they uh, did research and they attributed wrongly that all this atherosclerosis is being caused by the um, butter and cholesterol in the diet and th- that is how we we have uh, come to know that cholesterol is bad for us and all the cholesterol that people were consuming that up to that time is bad, so that is when we have made a shift okay. to consuming vegetable oils and oils that are made to look like
0: the natural. So, so, you're saying we need to start with what, and then we're going to have to wrap this up and continue it the next time. But, where do you start this ketogenic diet?
1: You know, it is for a novice, it is very difficult to go huh. without food for such a long time. <laughs> okay so w- what it is is i think i what i would do if i were starting on a ketogenic diet is you know confine the calories consumed to about Ten to twelve, uh, 12 you know, twelve-hour period, right. and then r- s- slowly reduce it. that. Uh, okay,
0: so we are talking about the ketogenic diet. Yes. We're about it, with the right fats. Yes. And Banu we're going to continue this on the next edition of Healthwise. Okay. okay? Thanks to Cottage Pharmacy for sponsoring today's program, and incidentally, uh, your their pharmacy is connected with yours. Your pharmacy, Banu Long Island Chemist, uh, one seventy West Park Avenue in Long Beach, but Cottage Pharmacy sponsoring today's program they're at eighty two eighty five Jericho Turnpike in Woodbury, New York. It's a delightful step back in time to pharmacies like they used to be. Mention WLIE 540. You'll receive a special 20% discount on surgical and medical supplies in the boutique and in the nutrition department. And if you'd like to use their toll-free number, one 800 599-9963, 1-800-599-9963. 20% 599 one 20% discount there, too. Just mention WLIE 540 AM. Next week, more on the vast world of living wisely in the body God has given you. So we'll see you here on the radio next Saturday at 1 p.m. for another edition of HealthWise. Listen in next Saturday at 1 p.m. for the next edition of HealthWise, brought to you by your friends at Cottage Pharmacy, 8285 Jericho Turnpike in Woodbury, New York. Call them on their toll-free number, 1-800-599-9963. That's 1-800-599-9963. Thanks for listening, and for now, be HealthWise. HealthWise.